You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast as we are recording this. The Cubs are warming up, getting ready to take on the Cardinals who have invaded Wrigley Field. They are in first place in the Central with 69 wins. And they are here to take on the Cubs who are also hot, just not quite as hot as the Cardinals are, Crowley. Oh man, you know, it makes it really makes me nervous because they, they are just absolutely rolling. When we talk about who's hot and who not who's not, uh Franmil Reyes still hitting 333, Seiya Suzuki 316 for the last seven days. Not Nico Horner, 150 and Nelson Velasquez 133 in the last uh seven days. So not so good. As far as the cards are concerned. Paul Goldschmidt in the last seven days. How many times are we going to say his name, do you think, in the next podcast? He's hitting 542 in the last seven days. And Albert Pujols is dipping into the fountain of youth or maybe something else. Who knows? He's hitting 615 in the last seven days. Not their infield is struggling. Tommy Edmond, second baseman, 188. Paul DeYoung is hitting 100 on the money. Right before we got ready for this podcast, I noticed, Crowley, they announced that Goldschmidt and Pujols were the co-National League Players of the Week, and Albert Pujols is closing in on his 700th career home run. Yeah, and and, and I think he's actually going for – they put him in for tonight's lineup because if he hits a home run, he ties Barry Bonds with the most amount of home runs off a different pitcher. Mm. So completely – you know – number of pitchers that they've hit home runs off of. Off of, yep, makes sense, makes sense. So, you know, we got game one going on, and so a lot going on with these five games, of course, and with the doubleheader. I'll be there Tuesday night. But um, we know for game one for sure, Drew Miley's taking, Drew Smiley's taking on uh, Jordan Montgomery. We got a 7.05 start on that. Jordan Montgomery, 6-3 and three with a 3.29 ERA, 114Ks, while Drew Smiley has had an unbelievable month of August, even though – He's five and six with a 367 ERA, 65Ks. He's heating up at the right time. Jan Gomes hits um, Montgomery pretty well, 400 at 10 at bats. Uh, nobody else has really seen him all that much. Franmil Reyes, four at bats, hits 500 off him. Uh, Drew Smiley against the Cardinals. Nolan Arenado hits 429 off him. <laughs> and then do I have to say Paul Goldschmidt, five at bats, he hits 400 off him. So, uh, you know, buckle up. It's going to be an interesting one. Yes, it will be an interesting one. Anytime the Cardinals come to town, it's always interesting. And we're not asking for it yet, Crowley, but I'm going to say my usual in this one, of course. This is a four-game series. Uh, just don't get swept, okay? Just I, don't get swept. 100% with you on that one, man, 100%. Just don't get swept. we got a doubleheader on Tuesday. Also some news on the doubleheader, Crowley, coming up. Game one, uh, the Parkinson Spiegel Show on 670 the score if you're not aware they are throwing out the first pitch and they're debating which one of the guys should actually be the one to get to throw the ball well i was listening and i hear danny parkins is trying to get some redemption he's 0 for 2 i've thrown one first pitch and that was at the south bend cubs game and i i threw a strike i guess parkins has bounced it in twice yeah boy nice so, job you know i would say if, if i think parkins should hand the ball off even though you know he doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I'd love Spiegel to get a chance. What a what a cool honor, though. I mean, it's one thing to get to sing the seventh inning stretch, I guess, which is a pretty cool honor, but to actually throw the first pitch, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it, it should be fun, and hopefully those guys, you know, I mean, how could you not, like, you know, I, 
when we get to the off season, there was three times that I almost won an opportunity to throw out a first pitch and it's crushed me, my soul every time. I've been so damn close, Dustin. Yeah, you've won a lot of nice Cubs stuff though, probably. So you know, it's, I I trade in a couple of the Cubs things you've won for throwing out a first pitch. And we got late breaking information into this podcast, Crowley, as far as who was going to actually throw the real first pitch of the game for the Chicago Cubs, and it's a it's a youngster coming on up for the minors. Yeah, Javier Assad's an interesting case right there. He. Uh, you know, we've been talking about all these guys, whether it's Jordan Wick and DJ Hertz, and we have, we're going to have Porter Hodge. You heard his interview. Uh, Javier Assad has just really kind of taken the very slow route to get here. So for a guy, you know, I talk to, you know, a lot of these players sometimes about, was there ever a, a moment in your mind where you just kind of thought about throwing in the towel, you know, and, and, and it's hard for these guys, you know, Javier Assad, 2016, he was signed. He went to Arizona rookie league ball. And he was still there when the Eugene uh, Oregon, uh, Eugene uh, Emeralds, they were uh, a minor league affiliate for the Cubs. Remember, they cut one affiliate from each team. Eugene was the one that they cut for the Cubs. And, you know, Assad went through there. He went to Myrtle Beach. He went through uh, South Bend. His 2020 obviously was cut. But the last two seasons, 2021 and 2022, he's just kind of had a tick in his fastball. His cutter looks better. And so this is a, a kid that has, has really fought to get this start. And so, you know, it, it's really cool when you have a story like this. And uh, hopefully he can make the, the best of his start and see what happens. Absolutely. I love it. Development, right? This is a reason to watch it on watch it on television or better yet, watch it on the radio with Pat and Ron. Um, I'm definitely interested to hear what kind of a job Assad can do on Tuesday afternoon at Wrigley Field. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then you're uh, going to you're going to game you're going to the game at night then, right? You're going to the the third game of the series. Yeah, seven oh five. Adrian Sampson versus Matt Libertor is what we're seeing right now. So um, with Adrian Sampson, you you can kind of take a look. We we talked about him. Great start last last outing. Got that win. I would love to see him get another win on the belt so I can uh, I can fly my W flag. Uh, and, and, you know, like I said, just such a great season for Adrian Sampson. You know, I'm sure he has some sort of role in next year's team based on his performance so far. Yeah, go go Adrian. Let's just say that. Let's just say go Adrian. Now we get to game four, and it looks like we know who the Cardinals are going to throw, but right now I got the big old TBD staring me in the face, Crowley. Yeah, and you know Miles Michael is, is absolutely like, you know, it was – I remember the Cubs were trying to get him back when he was he was in Asia throwing, and all of a sudden a couple teams were interested, and he chose the Cardinals, which makes me hate him even more. Uh, he also has <laughs> got a stupid mustache, and it just kind of irritates me every time I see him. But the guy is just a really, really good pitcher, and you know, once again having an absolutely phenomenal season, 3.32 ERA. I mean, the guy, you know, 10 and nine, but he just always keeps you in it. Eight innings pitched against Arizona on. August 19th, he gives up two hits, one earned run. Um, against Milwaukee, he went eight innings, gave up four hits, two earned runs. You know, things kind of got thrown off for him. He had a bad, bad start on August 9th against Colorado, um, and that was at Colorado. And you know those weird Coors games. He gave up 14 hits and 10 runs. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But I would say, uh, you know, it is what it is, and hopefully the Cubs can have good at-bats. Absolutely. Listen, 
development, good at bats. Adrian Sampson's out there the day before. TBD's out there in game number four. We'll, we'll see what happens, Crowley. This is all, at this point, we'll see what happens. But at least they've been competitive enough. They've tried hard, hard enough. Th these guys have not quit at, at, at all. They have been ultra competitive. So they are giving you a reason to tune in on television and or the score. Right, and and what you kind of see is, is that with these guys, you know, Ian Happ is somebody. Both Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras hit Michaelis well. Uh, Contreras three sixty nine. Uh, Happ ends up hitting three hundred four off of him. Uh, so both those guys are up there. Nico Horner hits four hundred off of Miles Michaelis, and Rafael Ortega hits four hundred off him. So maybe, you know, the bats. There's, there's guys that we have that can hit Michaelis. So see what happens on that one. And then, Crowley, we got game five. You got Marcus Stroman back out there for the Cubs. Yeah, hopefully everything's good with the knee. Like I said, you had a little hyperextension, but he seemed fine. Again, two runs on two hits in his last start, uh, you know, against the Brewers. So I'm really kind of taking a look and saying to myself, let, let's, you know, hopefully he can continue with that. The Cardinals are throwing Dakota Hudson 6-6 six and six with a 433 ERA, 66Ks, while Stroman is 3-5 and five with a 383 ERA. Uh, Wilson Contreras, not so great against him, but you can see Jan Gomes has good numbers, so maybe rest Wilson that day. I mean, five games, that's going to be a lot of games. So Yeah, six... you, you got to be careful there, right? That, that's where you have to start getting careful. And it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be a, a pretty decent weather week. The heat the heat's still here, so the wear and tear, we've got we've to be aware of that and, and be smart about that. So you've won a lot of money gambling. Paul Goldschmidt, do you, would, you, would you put him at over or under 400 against Marcus Stroman? Ooh, career, career. I'm gonna say over because the way only because of the way you asked the question. Paul Goldschmidt, 462 against yep. Marcus Stroman. Mm -hmm. It's just yep. literally every time I look at numbers, you know, like occasionally you'll see a guy like like Corey Dickerson his 415, but or an Arenado 278, Dylan Carlson 125. But every time with Goldschmidt, like who who owns Goldschmidt? I got to start doing some digging into the numbers. Who 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 absolutely has Goldschmidt's number? Because I. I sure as hell haven't seen it through any of the Cubs pitchers. Now, I hope there's a lot of uh, four-ball intentional walks. That's what I'm hoping uh, happens quite a bit. Yeah, and like I said, it's just tough when you got Arenado right behind you. And I know he's not Goldschmidt, but, you know, it's it's just tough. And, and like we talked about, these guys that are coming in, they're going to have to learn how to deal with these situations. Goldschmidt ain't going anywhere. And so you're going to have to face him again next season, and you can't just keep walking the guy, not as long as you have Arenado behind him. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of an end of an era, right? This this trip into Wrigley Field, the, these games. If you're if you're into the Cubs Cardinals rivalry, I mean, this is going to be the last time Albert Pujols is playing for the Cardinals in Wrigley Field, and we would also assume it's the last time Yadier Molina. I don't know if you caught that story. Very odd. He wasn't with the team last weekend, Crowley. He went back to Puerto Rico to take care of some business on a professional basketball team he owns in Puerto Rico, so left the team for a couple days, but he's now joined them back in Chicago. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, you know, Yadi makes his own rules. He's the manager of that team anyway. <laughs> um, I got to ask you, Dustin, mm -hmm. you know, we have seen it over the years. I remember with Derek Jeter or, all, you know, just different players on their retirement tour like Pujols and like Molina that occasionally the opposing team will give a gift. Uh, the Cubs are notorious for giving certain things, especially the numbers from the old scoreboard uh, of their, you know, the jersey numbers. Do you think 
Albert Pujols or Yadier Molina are going to get the treatment, the red carpet treatment for the Cubs, as this could potentially, as this is going to be their last time at Wrigley Field. Okay, it's it's a loaded question. Do do I think they will? Yes, yeah, not, I think not, they not will. What you would, not what but, you would do, but what you yeah, think. Okay. The yes, I, yes, I do. I do think they will get something for sure. I mean, both guys have been a part of this rivalry and have played. I mean, gosh, I'd love to think, what do you think the over-under is on games played by those two guys at Wrigley Field? Right? It's got to be excess of 50? Easily. 100? Easily. You know, 100 combined? So, yes, I, I do think they'll do the right thing. Would I give them anything? No. <laughs> I, I, might, I might give them a bad, you know, like a bad pork chop and hope they might have to, you know, be in the john and not be able to play in the game. That's what I might give them. Okay. I, I, I knew where you were coming from. I just didn't know what you thought the Cubs were going to no, do. No, the Cubs will the Cubs will do the right thing. I just would do the wrong thing. And, and the thing, I you know, that you kind of alluded to a little bit earlier is that this team has been fighting. I know the mm-hmm. record sucks. You know, guess what? Any team that loses pretty much three pitchers from their starting rotation are, is going to suck. Mm-hmm. That's just, that just, you know, I don't know if you remember, 1985. They're coming off the 1984 year. All their pitchers got injured, like boom, 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 and they, the team did awful. You're just not going to win when your starting pitching all goes down. And yeah. you, you've seen it was, it was Smiley, it was Miley, it was Miley still struggling. You know, he's still, you know, throwing off flat ground now. He didn't do his bullpen the other day. This team, though, has fought, and unfortunately, they've lost a lot of one-run games. They've lost a lot of extra inning games, but they have fought a lot. And they, compared to last year, their numbers are way better against Milwaukee and way better against the Cardinals. And that team, for at least half the season, had Rizzo and Baez and Bryant and those guys. Speaking of pitchers lost, um, something we should mention that also just popped right before we started recording this, um, and he's in the house tonight talking to reporters, so we can probably get to that sound on our next podcast, Crawley, but uh, Kyle Hendricks definitely shut down for the rest of the year. He's pitched his last game for the Cubs, at least for this year. Well, you know, we kind of knew that. You're running out of time. The minor leaguers are going, you know, their season's going to be ending in a couple of weeks. Um Usually the minor leaguers end right around like early to mid-September and then you get into the postseason there. But like, you know, you're starting to shut down. There's just not a lot of opportunity for Kyle to get better. And at this point, there's no point in rushing him. You know, just a legendary Cub for everything that he's done. And you just want him to get better and come back strong for next season. Right. All right. Prediction time, Crowley. How how are you? Uh, how are, I'm going to let you go first this time. How are you seeing Cubs Cardinals over the next couple of days? What does Pat always say throughout the records? Um, I'm going to say Cubs take, uh, they're going to take two out of the five. So they're going to go two and three. Two and three. Okay. I'm going to say, unfortunately, because I think the Cardinals, I think they really want this right now. And I am only, the reason Crowley too is the, it's the starting pitching. Right, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It, Drew Smiley's been okay. Sampson's been decent but does he all of a sudden run out of gas i don't know who tbd is neither do you i don't know much about the Sasad kid the only guy i'm going to go for is game five when i'm hoping the cubs don't get swept and that's marcus stroman well you know the all you all you can do is play the games and, and like right. i said what, what pat says is that you know it doesn't matter you know what, what it is the cubs and cardinals always bring out the best in each other and so hopefully you know the cubs continue they're both hot something's got to give and maybe maybe it's the cubs that are going to end the uh, Cardinals' hot streak. Absolutely. Well, let's hope for that. Crowley, I know before we wrap up this edition, you were at a pretty cool event uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Club 400 Palooza on a rooftop at Wrigley View Rooftops. 
Uh, we had uh, we we did uh, we had an absolute crazy party, and uh, so many people came out. Uh, we had the Bleacher Bum Band. We had David Booth as a magician, um, Miguel Esparza from the Spanish Cub Broadcast, Wayne and Kathleen Mesmer, and then I did a Q and A with Patrick Wisdom, which was a lot of fun, and and we we had a lot of laughs. And all the money is going to charity to help Cub fans helping Cub fans. So I just wanted to kind of give a quick shout out to everybody that was able to come to the event. Absolutely. We'll keep everybody, including me, Crowley, posted on the next uh, Club 400 event. i got to get myself out to one of those. So that's a wrap. This was Season 1, Episode number 26. We called this one Battling the Brew Crew. Can't wait to see what we come up with after the uh, Cubs and Cardinals. And we might be dropping that podcast on the afternoon after that series wraps up before the Cubs head back up north and they take on the Brewers this coming weekend up in Milwaukee. Yeah, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FlyTheW670 and Instagram to get all sorts of great pictures from this weekend, and I'll have pictures up from Tuesday. And for any of your breaking news, and if you have any comments, suggestions, or just want to drop a line, FlyTheW at 670gmail.com.